Would you like to exchange best practices and ideas to improve care, enhance operational efficiency, and address financial challenges with your peers? Becker's Healthcare is facilitating these conversations at their 8th Annual Health IT, Digital Health, and RCM meeting. You can check your eligibility for complimentary attendance at the link in the description. We are excited to welcome you in October. This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Laura Wilt, Chief Digital Officer at Sutter Health. Laura, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thanks so much. I'm very happy to be here. Now, I know we have a lot to talk about. There's so much happening in healthcare and digital technology, especially as it's applied to both clinical and operational uh, settings within the health system. But before we dive into my question, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure, yeah. Um, Well, I have been the Chief Digital Officer at Sutter Health for about 10 weeks. Um, It's been a great two and a half months onboarding and getting to meet the team out here. Prior to that, um, I was at Oshner in New Orleans um, for about just over 10 years, um, and my last role there was Chief Information Officer for about the last six years. Before that, um, I did consulting and worked with health systems around the country and then worked at Epic um, from Madison, Wisconsin for a while, too. Oh, that's amazing. What great experience. And, you know, given your background and now jumping in at Sutter Health, what do you see as some of the big opportunities right now, as well as the headwinds that you have your eye on? Yeah, I think, you know, technology is really, um, the rate of change is speeding up so quickly. I'm really excited about some of the large language models. And, you know, everybody's talking about chat GPT. And what I'm most interested in is how they can really help make work easier. So what can we do with technology that can help make things easier for us as people? How can we make our work, you know, smarter, not harder, and some of those things? And I really think those are tools are going to help us do that. Now with it, obviously comes challenges, um, trying to think about, you know, it's brand new sort of emerging. Uh, but there are a lot of people who are, who've been experimenting with this and thinking about it a lot. So I'm really excited to see how we can really apply this in a way that's going to be safe and additive and helpful for everyone. Uh, but I think there's a big opportunity there. Absolutely. I I think especially when you look at some of the generative AI and those large language models, it seems like it's something that so many organizations are beginning to look at the opportunities as well as some of the the things that they have to look out for and make sure they're thinking through um, with any kind of artificial intelligence. So, you know, when when, um, it comes to what you're doing at Sutter, where do you see some of the, the best places that it could make an impact, especially I know it's very early on, but, you know, as the technology changes, What do you see in the future? Yeah, I mean, I think there's so many ways to apply it. And um, one of the things that I love about Sutter that we have is we have this human-centered design team. And I think that's what's going to be so important about the uh, any technology, really, but especially the large language models, is how can we apply them in a way that's sort of based on humans and based on people and how we can work with them. Um, So there's you know, endless opportunities there. I think there's some interesting, um, if there, if you're doing any sort of administrative writing, is there a way that you could um, teach the language model to do some of that writing for you? That might be, um, you know, just the way that you interact with a chat on a website or something like that, but in a really more rich way that, that's able to answer more questions for you. 
I love it. Thank you so much for expanding upon that just a bit. Now, how are you thinking about growth and adding value to the organization overall? From your vantage point as chief digital officer, I can imagine you touch so many different departments from clinical to administrative to financial and more. What does it really look like as you're thinking through how does digital and technology really continue to add value going forward? Yeah, I mean, I think that Digital and technology should take things that are complex and confusing and make it easier. Um, sometimes I worry that if we add too much um, sort of too quickly without following it all the way through, um, it can make technology can actually make things a little bit more confusing than it needs to be. Um, so just running to be really, really certain about that. I think that there's an opportunity to do that, whether it's automation, whether it's sort of simple integration. Um, if you're doing something manually and you know, we spend a lot of time sending insurance information back and forth um, to get things authorized in healthcare. And it takes a long time for our patients. And it's also hard for our physicians who just really want to see the patients. Plus, it's like now we have staff that are doing that work, too. So if there's anything we can do to automate that and really streamline it, um, I think there's a huge opportunity for us to help add value. Absolutely. I love that. I think that makes so much sense. And, you know, how has the team been uh, very receptive to more automation or, you know, what does that look like culturally as you're adding additional automation and functions um, and making sure everybody understands, you know, what they need to be doing in order to work at the top of their abilities? Yeah, well, you know, I've been getting to onboard here, so I've been getting to meet people and round, um, and it's been really wonderful to do that. But one of the biggest things that everyone's asking for is to help with automation. So um, it's very welcome. I think people are, um, you know, we have a lot of patients that want to come and see us, and we want to take great care of them and let them in the door so they can get the great care that our caregivers and physicians provide. Um, so anything that we can do to help automate some of that, I think will be a welcome change for everyone. Absolutely. Makes a lot of sense. Um, now, you know, as we've been talking through, obviously, there's definitely a certain challenges within the healthcare space today and, and budgets in many places are tighter than they have been in the past. But it's still important to look into the future and, you know, set yourself up for growth and development. So where do you see as one area that's still important to take a risk on or, or make investments in right now? You know, I, I can't say it enough, but I really think data, any investments in data and analytics um, are huge and they pay dividends because the more information that you can have and the better insights you can get from that data means you can make better decisions um, or whether that's, you know, providing the right information to the physician at the right time that they need to see it or um, whether it's more on the administrative side. I think there's just so much opportunity for how we can use data. Um, we have a ton of it. So the investments in the people and the process, I think, are equally as important as any technology um, to really make it work for us. I love that. I think that's so important and so crucial. And, you know, I know we have more data than ever before. Um, how do you make sure you've got it organized and in the right spot so it's doing what it needs to do and, um, you know, giving the right information to the right person, um, whether it's at the point of care or on the operational side, uh, to really, you know, have an impact on the organization? 
Oh, yeah, such a great question. I mean, I think it's a really uh, challenging problem that we're all going to need to tackle is how do we cut through the mounds of information that we have to really get the most useful, insightful one, whether it's, okay, out of all the patients that are on the schedule today, call these two to make sure um, that they are going to come in, or let's get them to cancel earlier so we can send someone else a text and see if they want that appointment. Uh, But those knowing which two patients to call, you know, that requires the right amount of data, analytics capabilities. It's really using predictive modeling. Um, and then it's got to integrate and be easy for the person who needs to make that phone call, take action. I love that. I think that makes a lot of sense and, and certainly outlines a really critical way to uh, get people to take the information and then act upon it, which is so, so important. But always, I feel like easier said than done. Yeah, absolutely. I think partnering with um, our operational leaders and physicians and any end users really to understand, okay, if you get this alert at this time, you're going to ignore it, you know, 99% of the time. Well, that's pretty useless. <laughs> Let's figure out where we can either put that or do a different workflow that makes it really usable um, and isn't bothersome. Absolutely, absolutely, 100%. Now, I, I know you're really, um, you know, very early on into your time at Sutter, but have had, like you mentioned at the beginning of the conversation, just a, a very, um, a lot of experiences in, in a great career so far. So, you know, where do you see some of the best opportunities to grow and develop in the future as Chief Digital Officer um, and the teams you work with? What do you have your eye on and what are you most excited about? Yeah, there are so many things. I'm very excited about a lot of things, a lot of work that we have ahead of us um, to do together because I really do feel like um, we just have these amazing opportunities to to take the care of people here. Um, one of the things I'm really excited about is actually just this idea of flipping from healthcare to health. Um, you know, taking away that one word, which is one of my favorite things to do. How do we simplify, take something away? Um, taking away the word healthcare and just changing it to health really opens up what your scope can be. Um, so we're thinking about that and how do you stay healthy? How do you promote health? Um, it's a lot of different activities than in our traditional four walls. It's wearable devices. It's Internet of Things. How do we collect data that can help people stay healthy um, when they're not with us? And how do we engage with them um, in a way that is, again, helpful, uh, that helps them stay healthy and um, can really help them achieve their goals around their health? Absolutely. Laura, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a really fun and fascinating discussion. And, and, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing you in person as well at our Health IT Digital Health and Revenue Cycle event in October. I think a lot of these topics will be touched on at the different sessions. And, and, you know, I'm sure the technology will have advanced so much further by then as well. It'll be just a fascinating time. And I'm looking forward to seeing you there. Me too. Thanks so much. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm-hmm.